Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Urban Mendoza. This is Jason Ortiz. And welcome to another episode of the Us Against the World podcast. Let's get it. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. Before diving into our great conversation with Noah, we wanted to quickly apologize for starting season two off on the wrong foot. It's been more or less a month since our last episode, and well, that was due to some obstacles we faced in our personal lives. Maybe we can make an episode where we go in detail about what went down exactly, if corporate says it's okay to do so, because you know how they can get stupid Jerry. But anyways, today's interview is with Noah and Aya. I've known Noah since second grade back when we were in elementary school. Now, Noah has always been the smartest and sharpest dude from our group of friends back in our childhood Park Lane days, but also throughout elementary, middle school, and of course, high school. I've always wanted to know what motivated Noah to not just start, but stay in the path he took of wanting to achieve bigger and better things than what he saw around him. We dive in deep about what it was like growing up in the hood, how it shaped him, the struggles he faced early on in his life, the interesting job he's had working with students who are going through difficult life situations, and the advice he would give to a younger version of himself. We really enjoyed this conversation, and we hope you all do as well. Again, thanks for checking the Us Against the World podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, and also please follow our Instagram page. The link is down below. It really helps us out, guys. So without further ado, as Jason famously says, let's get it. Today on the show, we have Noah Anaya. He majored in psychology in Cal State Fullerton and is currently working as a teacher assistant for special education students. His goal is to become a special education teacher in the near future. Welcome to the show, Noah. Thank you guys for having me. It's a privilege to be here, man. For the audience who doesn't know, Noah also grew up in Park Lane. I grew up in Park Lane. Jason uh, grew up in Park Lane. Jason grew up in Park Lane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. So Park Lane, boys. Park Lane Productions? Park Lane Productions. He's part of it. You got to represent Got to represent that somehow. In, right, insert. Quick question before. So we all grew up in Park Lane, right? Yeah. What was your experience growing up in Park Lane? Like I have my view, the way I saw it growing up. Oh, yeah. that's a good but one. I don't know. I was always outside. You were I always, always outside, man. Like, that's all I did. Okay, so okay. My parents always worked, so I always had time to be outside. So I saw it different. I don't know. I want to know how you guys. All right. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll start first. My experience living in Park Lane in the afternoon, I, would, I wouldn't really go out. I would only go out whenever we would play soccer. Like yeah. if, if if Jason's side of the neighborhood, because Jason lived on the on, other side, on the yeah, other yeah, end, yeah. the other dead end over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if Jason was playing soccer or like that group of kids living in that side of the neighborhood, I would go outside. Like, okay, I'm gonna go play soccer with them. Right. Or if you guys played soccer, oh. yeah, that's when I would go outside and there. I don't know, bro. For some odd reason, every time we finished playing soccer. I wouldn't go and hang out with you guys, yeah. like with you and Alvaro and uh, Benny, not not even Benny, like these other kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't have that connection. Like, I'm gonna go now, chop it up just with you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just go back home, and yeah, I, and true. I was cool with it. You know, that's true. I had a good um, I had a good experience in Parkland. Yeah, I, I love that place. Like growing up, it like I always say it made me who who I am. You yeah, know? just the experience, what I saw. Things we shouldn't see as kids. Yeah, right? There's definitely. so many things we shouldn't see as kids that we saw, but it like, I don't know, I, w- I always use it as a motivator. Like, yo, 
I kind of want to get out this place. As yeah. a kid, I always saw it like that. But now the more I grow up, it's like, it's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. True. It's not that bad. But yeah, that's all we did, man. Just played independent. We played soccer. We would play baseball. Mm. When skateboarding was around. Marbles? Did you guys play marbles? Marbles, yeah. tech decks. Anything yeah. we could play, bro, we would, we would be playing it. But it would always be that same like that same group. And it that always, same click. Yeah. And then pretty much once we got to high school, I think everyone kind of went like their own. They all disappeared. Their own separate yeah. ways, you know? Then I just got too busy to be hanging out outside. You wouldn't go outside as much? Nah, once I, got, once I got into high school, that's when it was. Because then I was in the soccer yeah, team. Yeah, you were in soccer, yeah. And yeah, then so you had that investment. Friends changed a bit, too. I started hanging out with pretty much like the soccer crowd from high school. What about you, Jason? That's true. Because, I mean, we all had like high school friends that we would hang out like in break or lunch. And but they lived in other neighborhoods like Placentia or whatever. Yeah. But then you had your homies from like Park Lane, and I do remember like everyone would come from because he was like in the middle between I guess closer to you technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. but he would always come to over here to come play with us, or um, we had soccer especially. So we had that little corner over here playing soccer. Crazy, like how yeah. it is now. Bro. Did you guys ever see anything crazy? Like I think you saw somebody no. die or no or something. <laughs> like in front of your house, in your corner was like you would see all the cops coming. Because yeah, the, the yeah. gangsters were kicking that corner over there. Yeah. Bro, it's crazy. I was actually, I actually talk about my brother with this, like, pretty much, like, where we live, in every corner going out the um, neighborhood, going to yeah. that, there's someone that has died. Yeah. Yeah, man. For, for real. For real. It was like, like, I don't know, like, I've seen a dead body, and it's like, yo, damn. And it's like, you just see, like, the blanket over him. But it's like, it was always, like, kind of normal. Yeah. Like, it, it was yeah. normal, like, normal for the police to come. Yeah. Normal for the helicopter to always be around. Oh, like background noise, huh? helicopter. Normal yeah. for like Good people night. like running around, running away from the cops. Shouldn't be, but it is. It sh- yeah, it shouldn't <laughs> be, but it is. And then it you, is don't, what it is. you don't realize it until mm-hmm. like, I, well, I didn't realize it until high school. Once I started seeing, because Valencia is crazy because it has like half of it's hood and then mm. half of it's middle class wealthy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And it's like a weird, it's a weird mix. When it is. Actually, when you think about it. It is. Well, let's transition now to um. For me, growing up, this is my perspective on you, Noah. Or yeah. not perspective, but like this is your like point of view of him. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Since elementary school, I went to Real Vista. Noah went to Real Vista. We were in a few grades together. You would always be the one like leading the class with grades, with um, you know, like being advanced. And in middle school and high school, you would you always stayed on that path, like AP classes, advanced English. I I, I would take AP classes. I would take the AP exam and I would fail, bro. I would get twos, <laughs> and I would ask you, "Noah, what did you get?" Like, you, oh, I passed. Like, damn, bro. Like, you were you were the only Hispanic that was also in that I knew of that was yeah. in my social circle that was in that path to great academic success. Yeah. And I want to know. I want to ask you now, like five years later, literally, what motivated you to be on that path, knowing your surrounding peers. They wouldn't think like the same as you, that mindset of mm-hmm. university, A through G's, yeah. careers. What made, what pushed you? Well, one thing for sure is the school district we went to. Because to be honest, elementary, middle school, I never saw myself as like smart. I would kind of just do the work that they would give me. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, you're going to do this class, this class, this class, based on your like exam test that you would take. Yeah. And pretty much that's what I just followed the, the class. It wasn't until like high school that's when I'm like, okay, maybe... I took purpose, Avid yeah. in middle school. I'm like, okay, maybe I um, I I'm go to college. And then see my older brother go to college. Um, I'm like, okay, I could go to I'm gonna go to college. But even going to college is like, I don't know what college I'm gonna go to. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm gonna do. It's just that's what's gonna be next. Yeah. But yeah, it's just pretty much. 
I don't know. Even to this day, I, I don't. I never see myself as smart. For real? Yeah. Hardworking, maybe. Hardworking. I'll say I'm hardworking. Okay, okay. I never see myself as smart. I always. I don't know. I compare myself too much to other people. Like especially when I got to Valencia, I was like, damn. Like, and I would see like all the other students, like all the other yeah. AP. I'm like, yo, these guys are geniuses compared Heck to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like getting get getting by, and all these guys are just like just easy for them standard for them yeah, yeah that's true. but not realizing like it's a difference when your parents are doctors compared to your yeah. parents like yo my dad couldn't help me with my homework Shoot, after right. third grade <laughs> <laughs> that's a good <laughs> once third grade once he got to like more multiplication he's like yeah i can't do this oh, no more you know i never thought about true. that one bro. so it's like i never had it. I'm e- even for like <laughs> like ac act testing like right i remember going i think it's you take a junior year right mm-hmm. junior yeah to senior and so i was in the ib program and i remember like uh going into that summer all of them were talking like oh you guys are all going to the sat class right we're gonna go take that sat class so like pretty much that prepares you for the sat i was like i have no idea right like i'm not gonna take yeah. no class like my parents not gonna pay you like on a random saturday too you yeah even know. Like, I'm like, not, yeah. like my parents because it's crazy because like they take they take a whole summer of classes to yeah, prepare them for the SAT. Yeah. Right. I just showed up to the SAT. I was like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. You got that 1200 huh? on. Bro, base. I did bad, bro. Oh, really? So the schools I applied, like, I got rejected by UC Irvine. Ah, <gasps> uh, bro. And then, like, I just ended up, like, uh, Cal State Fullerton was pretty much my fallback school, and that ended up being my school that I went to. Where um, else did you apply? Uh, UC Santa Barbara, I got rejected. Oh, at UC tough, Santa bro. Barbara. What was your dream school like to go to? I guess I just wanted to go to Irvine, okay. just because my brother went to Irvine. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, yeah. I didn't even look like at the majors or what. Like, uh-huh. I'm just, just want to go to UC Irvine. It's a nice school, man. Yeah. You did you apply UC Riverside? No, uh-huh. I didn't apply to UC Riverside. You didn't get that voucher, bro? That voucher for free for like I think low income. No, I didn't. That's the thing too that messed me up. I don't know. I guess my parents made decent money that year because I uh, I had to pay for my applications. Oh, they so did. I'm like yo. Isn't that the worst scenario, bro? Where like you barely getting by, like your family's barely making middle class, barely, but not even. I mean, like 60, 70 a year, but that's not even enough to pay college. You know what I mean? For real, yeah. So that's tough. Because I, I remember even because uh, I went to go do they did like a workshop during um, Thanksgiving break for do uh, college applications, mm-hmm. and Mister Stanley was like, "All right, let's do your thing so you could um pretty much get your vouchers, you know, to and then he put in like how much my parents made and all that. He's like, oh. You're going to have to play for your application. Dang, I was already man. thinking of like 10 schools I was going <laughs> to play oh, to. And then I was like, yo, I need to cut it down to four. Well, I was going to say something. Oh, about the students taking summer classes, like summer programs. Yeah. I also didn't know that that existed until AP English. Mm-hmm. Like all these kids, they they were taking classes to prepare them also for AP English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would talk about like, oh, um... They will talk about it like the, the 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 first week of school. Like, what did you get in the in, in the summer class? I'm thinking, what? Like You're these like, guys are yeah, ahead bro, of me. It's wild, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how to how to analyze books? Yeah, like how to because you would have to break down using these theories on how yeah, to what exactly. does it mean and symbolize. I'm like, bro, I don't know the, these things. <laughs> and Mr. Henry would also, should I shout out? Yeah, yeah Mr. Henry's Mr. Go. Mr. Henry. Mr. Henry would would say something like, maybe you learned this in the summer class at the thought about how to use this. For English, he would assume that you already went. Yeah, so he would bro. use that in the main class. Yeah, oh, that's tough. Bro. And that would make me kind of like feel bad. Like, dang. Bro, like, and then all my summer assignments, bro, I would just copy off 
other people that are doing this summer because you have to do summer assignments for yeah you have to read a book uh, i'm just copying everything (laughs) well i'm not doing it i'm out here playing soccer i'm out here yeah you're doing trying to enjoy my summer oh you have to do it bro (laughs) Uh, but even that look look at the way he's saying that because i agree man like i've I've, i I consider myself i think the opposite bro like not smart but i don't think i'm a hard worker like that where i see other people like bro they're studying they're doing their thing and then they pass the test I think I'm gifted, bro, in the sense that I can just listen to the lecture, for example, in college or even high school, and I'd get what the test was going to be about. And I was okay. a good test taker, that's for sure. Yeah. So I had, I'm like, that blessing. Me. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I'm a good, I consider myself See, yeah, a good bro, there's a blessing to, like, the patterns, but maybe we didn't have the resources, like, we wanted to or other people had, so we had to use our, our skill sets, bro, to an advantage. Yeah, like me, I'm just note taker. Yeah. Taking notes, notes, notes. So, like, for at least for when I was in college, I will pretty much print out the lecture slides. Mm. Go to every class, just pretty much rewrite every lecture side again. That's good. Technique. And then do like other things. Yeah, that would help me. Yeah, I'm all about. That's why I don't know how people do remote learning. I feel this is like nah, impossible. It's hard. Mm-hmm. I actually need to be like sitting down, watching the professor yeah. like lecture, and then taking notes. Yeah. That's how I learn. Being in a in an advanced class. Yeah, and then seeing your peers are Asians for the majority, Asians or white. Indian. Indian. Yeah, Indian. Only maybe like two, three Latinos, you included. Yeah. And once you leave that, like inside that class, it's a different world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're talking different terminology. Yeah. They're talking about different, like other advanced classes, their their plans. Different lighting, bro, in there somehow. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and then you step out, like once it's over and you go to lunch or break. And now with your, and now you are with your quote unquote, your people. Yeah. Like, Hispanics, like yeah. let's, you were in soccer, so you mm-hmm. were the soccer players, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you would see the differences, you know, different worlds. Right. Did did you also notice that? Like, did you, yeah, did you also feel that? Yeah, I always felt left out, left out, especially since we went to Valdez, because all of them go to mm-hmm. Kramer. Kramer. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what other schools they might go, like maybe Tuffree. They have a couple, mm-hmm. so they all knew each other growing up. And then I would come from, I come from Valadez. So right. once I was in those AP classes, I was just pretty much, yo, I don't know any of these people here. Yeah. And they all know each other. Yes, that's and true. They're all talking to each other. I'm not just going to go like, oh, hey guys, like, what's right. up? Yeah, it's not like the movie's like, yo, what's up, yeah. Noah? Yeah, that's true, bro. I and like then, your answer yesterday, man. That was really captivating. Yeah. And, then, like, <laughs> and then it's just, everything's different. We don't look the same. We don't dress the same. Right. We don't talk the same. We don't think the same. It's like, I have like, just the way I speak, like when I would speak around them, them, it was just it was a whole different way Dang. than how I'm speaking um, with my friends. Cause yeah, one of my best friends, Adan, shout out to Adan, yeah. bro. When we talk, it's curse word every other word. Dang. But then when I would like curse like in front of them, it was it was kind of like oh yeah, yeah. They would look at me, so it was like it was just weird. Like I said, I never, I took like AP classes, IB classes, like all four years. I didn't really talk to them until high school. I mean, it's high school till senior year. Yeah, but but to this day, I'm like really good friends with a lot of the people from my AP classes. Like we still talk to each other, mm. we still hang out. But yeah, I always felt different. But mm. like I said, I always had soccer six period, which was always like, yo, that's my, that's where I could just it's a good way to vent out. Vent. Yeah, that's a good like I don't, I'm not thinking about anything. I'm yeah. just hanging out with my friends. I'm just hanging out with the homies, yeah. just chopping it up. Messing around, getting Mr. Takahashi mad. <laughs> Mr. Takahashi. You would look forward to it. That was yeah, a, I was, really I was just soccer was always, like, if I didn't have soccer, it would just be like, damn, this is, like, right. I wouldn't enjoy it. But I always had that soccer where I could just, yo, I could just be me. Right. Not saying I wasn't me in those, cl- in 
the AP classes, but it's just I just didn't feel like yeah. I fit in. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, like I said, I would just sit in the back, do my work, turn it in, and that's it. And then actually, um, I had a friend in soccer. He was, we were both in the Froshoff team. His name was The Bay. He's a genius. He's smart. I think he graduated from, oh, I don't want to mess it up. You see, I don't know if it's Santa Barbara or San Diego. Some good school, though. But pretty, yeah, 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 great school. He's like doing awesome. But he pretty much guided me also. Like, all right, dope. here's the classes that I took. I recommend you taking. And then another mm. thing he did was, you know those like crash courses to prepare you for the AP test? Pretty much they have like all the information you learn. Right. He, he pretty much had already bought them. So then he would just hand me like, here, bro, just like take That's him. So sick. I didn't even know that those existed. Yeah, yeah. they're booklets, bro. They're like books. <sighs> The, the college board, college review college, board. Yeah. yeah. I never got those, bro. No, that's you why, have to buy that's them, why bro. I got yeah. twos. <laughs> they are expensive. I got twos. Yeah, man. so that, but pretty much, yeah, like just, I like I said, the school district is the what pretty much guided me. Like I said, I never, like, you were caught in the right system at the moment. Yeah, exactly. I always think to myself, like, what if I was in another. I'll um, say this, bro. I went to Anaheim district, bro, uh, eighth and ninth grade. And I played Frosh over there, too. And the good thing of that, the Frosh uh, coach, he was an avid coach, and I was an avid seventh oh, okay. grade in Kramer, so I knew avid already. So I just assumed I'm being avid over here in Anaheim, and I got into avid eighth. Uh, I wasn't in eighth grade in Sycamore Middle School, and I was a little cholito back then. Oh, okay. But then whole other story. Like I started meeting, hanging out with other people because yeah, yeah, yeah. they. I went to like an award night because I was doing good in school. Yeah. I was in the wrong crowd. But I was doing great, like, academically. So yeah. I was with other people. I'm like, oh, crap. And then they would say, hey, Jason, like, you should join Avid, like, next year. Like, here you go. So I joined it my freshman year. And he happened to be the coach, too. So we really got along like that. He's like, hey, Jason, you think about college? I'm like, oh, heck, yeah, that's dope. And then I moved homes. I went, came back to Park Lane. That's when Urban came around, too, back from Texas, I think. Yeah. And yeah. and I, I was just in Avid automatically, 10th grade with Ms. Shermer. And I was back with my homies from middle school, from Kramer. Uh, I went to Melrose and elementary. Yeah. And then I went to, obviously, Kramer and then Valencia back. And that's my trajectory from there. But I always compared Anaheim District. Not to this Anaheim. No, think, no, yeah. But, but it is Placentia. But if I can have my kids, obviously, I don't know, like some other, like, gentrified school. But yeah. Placentia is just a good, or the what do you call it? P U P Y L U S D. Zero Belinda. Yeah, district, bro. It's freaking yeah. good, man. Yeah, that's why. That's why I work there, though. Hey, it's I good. Work, I work at Tuffy yeah. just because I don't know. Like I said, I I owe everything to that. Yeah. Well, at least for me, it was a great experience. Yeah. That, shout that's, out to Valencia, bro. Valencia is a good to Valencia High School. What are the Tigers? Like, yeah, yeah it's, Tigers, it's like bro. I said, it's like it's a mix of like ghetto. And then, like, the middle class wealthy. Yeah. I think so that's, that's why the, the teachers reason, know. Yeah. The that's the reason know. why it's a great school. Yeah. Because they got money coming in from yeah, the middle. Yeah, sir. Okay. And then we just happen to be there. We <laughs> just happen to hit the play, zip code. Bro. We hit the zip code lottery. That's, that's <laughs> exactly. But we hit the zip code lottery. Yeah, exactly. Because we're, we're Anaheim. Because I lived in Park Lane. And then I moved to La Jolla when I, where I met oh, you. Oh, in the front, yeah. Where we and and you guys, you and your little brother, George, would go would to. Go. And then you would go to Rio Vista. No, Rose. And I would still go to Rio Vista. That's true. I didn't want to leave my friends that but yeah. yeah friends are everything when you're a little kid bro that's like all you know 
Yeah. Like you don't want to go to a new school, meet new people. But still, it's but it it's is a scary. scary like but now as an adult, you, you can kind of like f- fear for these kids because it's tough. But as an adult, well, I don't think it's hard anymore. As an adult, uh, nah, as you don't care. Adult, <laughs> you're you're yeah. trying to get paid. You're going to be respectful. In middle school, what people like, or oh, in elementary, what people think of you is like everything. Yeah, you don't want that, man. Mm-hmm. Wait, what shoes you wear, yeah. you know, what, what, what shirts. South Pole? South Echo, bro. Echo, Echo. Remember this kid named Caesar, bro? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he would always down. wear Echoes <laughs> kid, and we had Jordans. <laughs> and I'd be like, bro, where does this guy have money? And then, <laughs> For real. Is that the mean kid bro. from Park Lane? Huh? Is that the mean kid from no, Park Lane? No, no, it's his oh, other okay. kid. He was like light skinned. He was, you know, he was a. Okay, okay. pretty boy? Yeah, before pretty boys existed, he was yeah, a pretty boy. Yeah, yeah. And his dad came one day on for, um, what's it called? When, like, Open House? Remember Open House? Yeah, Open House, yeah. And his dad looked like. Like, no disrespect, but he looked like in his 50s. And Caesar, he was like seven years old. So I'm like, bro, this guy is the one that's hooking you up with all these fresh clothes. Sugar daddy? I don't know. But college, bro, you had to make new friends? Yeah. Or well, did you go with any friends uh, you knew? Or what's nah, up? Nah, bro, I legit did not meet. Like, I ah. legit would just go to class, do my work, turn in my papers. That's it. Get my grades. And that's it, bro. Because like, Irvin, you went to Cal State Fullerton too, the same year as him? I w- yeah. yeah, we would see each other. Yeah. So actually, he was like one of the ones I would talk to because okay, that's who okay. I knew. Yeah. yeah, I would see him like passing by. We never had a class together. No. Nah. But like, I went for two years and then I, I left. But Irvin used to hook it up with the ride. Hey, I used to go on the bus. You remember? Oh yeah, bro. My dad, my dad would sometimes pick me up. He had a car too. I drove once, bro. You drove. You were driving already, bro. bro. We would. You would park like all the way far because you didn't. didn't Ah, yeah, you're right. Oh, bro. I had to say (laughs) I'm not gonna buy that that monthly pass or whatever yearly. And then I would go in the bus, and then we were like, I don't know, like if we. Ended class at the same time. Yeah. We were like meet, like you like see each other. And he's like, Wait, oh, you want to ride? I forgot that. You forgot that phase in your life. I, I remember. Or you try to reject it. I just remember <laughs> that my dad will give us rides, and but I forgot that I would also give you rides. Yeah. I parked in the north times. gate. Yeah. I parked in the north <laughs> gate. Oh, that's far. <laughs> well, it is. Like, yeah, it, it was a like fifteen minute walk, but <laughs> it saved money, bro. Yeah, better true. than walking all the way down. You know, no, all I that agree. path. I agree. I think I like once I found out that. We would have like kind of the same schedule. I told you, bro. Text me like once you're yeah, out, yeah, and I'll yeah. wait for you. Hey, you're the homie, yeah, man. We lived yeah, in we yeah, lived in the was. same hood, bro. Might as well, no? Damn, yeah, because that's, that's how I knew. Because that's how I knew you were like, bro. I don't even think I'm gonna finish college because I'm just gonna take my test and become a like a interpreter. Spa- interpreter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, w- I would talk to you about yeah, it. Yeah, like should I? I'm like, bro. If you, if you just need to pass that class, then why even go to college? Why yeah. even get a degree? Yeah, you yeah. you would be my therapist for the walk. <laughs> like, no, I want to do this. What do you think, bro? I would. I dropped out. And I would fail the test like three times. It was hard. Like, I would think, am I good enough? And I would stay up at night sometimes, um, looking at the ceiling and thinking, did I drop out for nothing? My numbers, my my scores this last time, they're they're trash. I I had a I had a full ride thanks to Tabsa, Kelsey Fullerton. I'm I'm looking at you that you graduated. Cause you graduated in three years. Yeah. Th- like I showed my mom the picture, like, look mom, like Noah graduated. And then I would think to myself, like, maybe I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna graduate from university. Plus, I'm not gonna become an interpreter. I'm not, I'm not gonna pass the exam. Those were scary nights. Yeah, bro, that's a tough pill to swallow, bro. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like your life now. It's, it's yeah. like decisions you're making as an adult now. Yeah, it's not like a little kid. Like, oh, well. yeah. Mom and dad have my back. Like, yeah. oh, okay, vamos a ir a hablar con el maestro. Nah, nah, <laughs> yeah, nah, like, decisions there to listen a little bit. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, but screw that, bro. Let's let's change topics. Trauma um, is that trauma we're speaking? It's not yeah, trauma. but it worked out. You passed your. That's a thing. That's yeah, true. Man. You passed right. it. 
Thanks to networking. Bro, it bro, wasn't and, on me, and, bro. And then low-key, it was the opposite. Like, I saw you pass it, and I saw you with the job, and I was like, oh, damn, I, I have a degree, and I don't have a job. Like, I need to get a job quick. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I, I'm blessed, bro. Good people, they helped me out, bro. It wasn't on me. I can't give the credit to me. It was like meeting good people with the same goal. What about you, bro? So why psychology? Why that major? I, in the beginning, I introduced you. You want to be a special ed teacher. Why that goal? So psychology, I always wanted to work with kids. So psychology was like, I wanted to be a child psychologist. Okay. But then once I got out of, um, once I graduated, I couldn't get a job. I was, I was legit like, it wasn't that. It was like six months. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't have a job. And I was working at Ross. Mm-hmm. I was like, and they offered me a full-time actually. They're like, oh, you want a full-time? I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I'm not doing anything. Like, I might as well just work full-time, get money. And then, but then I was like, no, I need to actually like get a job in this. And then that's when I started working I just started looking up jobs that work with kids pretty much. And then right now what they're hiring a lot is uh, ABA therapy, pretty much working with kids with autism. Mm. And I just applied and right away they they like got back to me and they hired me. So I did that for a while. But what I didn't like was just going to houses, like driving around. Because it was like, I just pretty much had to drive around all over the city, going to different houses. doing. Uh, you different do? Th- uh, ABA therapy pretty much um, teaching kids behaviors. Okay. So like they have certain behaviors. Like for example, the thing right now is kids with tablets they don't like pretty much when mom would be like oh it's time to like do something else they would just throw like a huge fit oh snap Uh, so it's pretty much teaching the parents how to deal with those like pretty much okay scheduling scheduling was a big important pretty much like okay we're gonna do five minutes of this and then if if we do like five minutes of reading then you could do 10 minutes of tablet and then pretty much be like okay in a minute we're about to take away the tablet okay in a minute in 30 seconds we're about to take away the tablet Pretty much prepping them, so then they're like, okay. So it was like, okay, time's up. And then they'll, at first, it would be, like, difficult. Like, they did not want to let go of the tablet. But then it pretty much turned into, once they would hear, like, the timer beep, they will just be like, oh. Ah, and then it would go back to work. So it's pretty much, it was just doing that. That's crazy. That's so, interesting. Yeah, so you're training the parents, basically? Yeah, it's pretty much training the parents. Wow. Yeah, that's a big responsibility, bro. And it's, it's hard to, it's a hard job because not every parent can just stay home mm-hmm. and be with like their like their kids so a lot of them would come like st- like from work stressed out have Dang. a lot to do and then have to go home uh to their kid who has like uh, like has autism like their brain doesn't function like a normal a normal kid function so it's just like i understand why parents would be like all right here's a tablet like let me just yeah let me just put get some pilot rest. yeah put them on autopilot yeah, like, let me just get some rest yeah that's true but yeah. then i i subbed once at a school and it was at a school, and I've always, I've always liked school. School was always something that I enjoyed, so I enjoyed doing that at a school. So then I started working at a behavioral school, which is pretty much a school where like they send from every school district, they send like all the bad kids, bro. It was like like the worst, but I enjoyed it so much because like once you understood their background, you understood like why they acted the way they did. That's true. It's like yo, it's like this kid doesn't like. I feel like no kid wants to be bad, but it's just the way you grow up is. Pretty much, yeah. I always feel like the way you grow up is what influences yeah, your environment, bro. You environment. Yeah, but then, so like I said, I always big up uh, Placentia over in the school district. So there was a job opening working for special education. So I, I applied there, got there, and then that's where I'm working right now. Landed the job? Beast yeah, of the interview? the job, yeah. Beast. That's good, man. That's, that's good. good. Yeah. Hey, do they see you, like the students would be like, who do you think you are? Because you look young, bro. Do they ever challenge you or stuff yeah. like that? Oh, at the at the other school, at the behavioral school, yeah, bro. 
Yeah. They'll like push you. <laughs> push they will push you. you. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was like yeah. the they were rebel, rebel. Yeah. Oh my but god. But then it was just talking to him, bro. It was legit. Like, bro, like right there we did like no schoolwork. Mm. It was just pretty much like, yo, come talk to me. What happened? Did you get enough sleep? No. Okay, then take a nap. We don't realize how much like, yo, getting a good night's sleep, breakfast. Like, hey, have you ate breakfast? No. All right, let's get something to eat. Get food in your system. Mm. Like for many yeah. of those kids, that was like that's the only thing they would eat. Hey, that's the type of background like they had, you know. So like, I would never right. blame them for that. I'm like, bro, you're not worried about what's two plus two. Yeah, the so right. What was you're not trying to find eggs when you're trying to find like food to eat. Facts. So it's like, yo, a lot of that would just yo, they just kick it. Yeah, and I then agree. little by little, once you got them to that point where like they felt comfortable with you, it's like, all right, let's do a little bit of work. Because the ultimate goal is to get them back to their to their normal school, and then pretty much work with them. How if they did get mad, finding something to help them out. Like, instead of, like, just throwing, like, a big old, like, throwing chairs and stuff around. Like, hey, yo, let's go walk around. Let's just go outside, walk around. All right, you're cool? All right, let's go back. How long did you work there for? Bro, I did that for, I want to say, like, seven months. Dang. But That's... what I, I didn't like was, so you had to drive. <laughs> it's always driving, bro. You had to drive them to, from their house uh, to the school. What? So that was, like, something that they offered. Oh. So pretty much get students to come to actually be there. Yeah, yeah like because if you didn't offer them, like they were never gonna go. So it's pretty much you would go, and then so you would take it. They would give you different routes. That's the only thing I didn't like because some students would be mad from like something that happened at another classroom. And then they would get in your van, and then it was just you. And you had to take care of like five other kids. Oh, so you're driving a van yeah. and picking up more than oh, one. Yeah. You got the whole squad in there, oh. and it's like bro, I remember <laughs> yeah. once we were at a. So we had to switch vans, drivers, routes because something happened. And there was, they didn't. That's the thing about like kids with behaviors. You gotta warn them about a change. So like if if you're gonna change their schedule, you gotta be you gotta tell them like, "Hey yo, you're gonna get a new van driver later on in the afternoon, all right?" And they're like, "All right, cool." Because if there's some that like I remember I picked them up, but like, "Yo, you're not my van driver." Yeah. And he's like, "I'm like, oh, well, we changed." Like, nah, they didn't tell me. Nah, I'm not driving with. I'm not going with you, bro. I don't know you. <laughs> and I was like, "Bro, nah. I'm like, damn, I'm just trying to go." It was like the week before Thanksgiving break. I'm like, "Oh, bro, I know, I know, it's a sudden change, but we got like, like, bro, you're not my van driver. Like, I'm gonna break all these windows." I'm like, "Bro, like, we just, we just gotta get home. Like, yeah. we'll talk about it more." And then we went, and we got at a stoplight. And there was another van in front of us. And, the, bro, they just got out the car, like, in the middle of the street and, like, started oh. running around the street, bro. What the and heck? And they got back inside. And then <laughs> they got back inside your van? Yeah. And then we just took off. And That's like, fine, bro. Like, bro. I'm jealous. Like I, <laughs> like, I didn't mind at the school, like, just being with the kids. Like, yeah, interacting. Interacting with them, helping them. But it was that. I'm like, bro, what if you would, like, they would have gone ran over or they yeah. would have done something? I'm like, yo, I can't For have me. that responsibility. What if they like, would do something on, to you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, on me, I'm like, choke them, yeah. bro, in the car. Bro, like, you're like not my driver. Bro, it's, or against, yeah. or against <laughs> one, bro. bro. It's stuff like that, bro. So I was like, nah, I can't. That's the only reason why I left. Because, like, the program that they have and the way they work with the kids is, like, great. But I was like, nah, I can't be driving oh, yeah, kids. That, that was the first thing they said when we got back. I t- pretty much, you have to, because they have, like, a therapist that they have. At the school, and they're like, did anyone tell them they're gonna change drivers? And they're like, oh no, like oh, why didn't why didn't we tell them? Like, mm, this all could have been avoided with the little, hey, yo, we're about to change. Well, the heads up. Yeah. That's that's interesting, bro. That's, that's great. It that's goes off. It goes a long way doing that. So then I was like, yeah, no, nah, I can't do this. Mm. Like, so then that's why I saw that opening. And I applied and yeah. So I uh, the school I work now, 
um it's mild mod so it's not like kids with like that are like a little bit behind in school like just need a little bit more time with like well it takes a normal kid a day to do a lesson it'll take them two or like with add so it's nothing like it's cool yeah yeah. at that school is the opposite bro they're like always like because i like shoes i like sneakers so i always take like my sneakers they're like oh like Mm -hmm. you know this is all they want to talk about or they want to talk about like when i went to school what grade are they in like what's the age middle school yeah that's That's the the craziest age bro yeah man actually i enjoy i enjoy middle school the most really because elementary they're still too small to have like a conversation with them like where you could talk about like sports or you could talk about shoes and then high school if they're in their class for the most part they don't care no more so they're they're like they're not gonna talk to you so middle school is still that like they're not too grown where they like they ignore you and they don't feel too cool yeah they don't feel too cool and then they're not like young enough where like they just can't yeah. Talk to you. Do they That's watch? Do they watch slime videos? What slime videos? Oh no! <laughs> okay, now, I was tutoring uh, <laughs> yeah. middle school like way before, like telling. I would see that a lot. Yeah. A lot of slime videos, bro. Yeah, yeah middle they, schoolers, they, they, bro. What do they do? What is that slime? Like slime, like how to make glittery slime on YouTube. Mm. Yeah. So it's like you know, kids were now watching Fortnite and all yeah. that. Yeah, bro. They used to watch slime videos, bro. Mm. Yeah. So you're picking up experience there, and then the goal is to. Get your teacher's credential and become a teacher like full time special. Yeah, that's, special that's the goal, man. That's good, man. You'll get there, man. You have a good trajectory it. right now. I see yeah. it. You already have a strong resume, man. Yeah. With all these experiences that, <laughs> yeah. that you're breaking down, it's just I don't know when I when I we were in school. Like most of our teachers, like we didn't relate to our teachers. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, that's like I never saw a teacher that was like oh like Mr. Ortega was one of them that Real Vista. Yeah, in Real Vista that you could like. You could talk to about stuff and they know your culture they know your background mr rodriguez yeah. was another one that like which mr rodriguez reminded me of like george lopez where he would just like <laughs> joke around like that so it was always cool seeing a teacher a teacher like that instead of seeing like teachers like yo this person doesn't even know where i live like the type of environment i live yeah so i always feel like once you know a, a kid's environment you pretty much understand why they are the way they are that's, good, that's a good man. advantage yeah. to have that's why i always don't want to be a teacher that like, give back like yo I know today probably wasn't the best. Just, like, talking to a kid, like, yo, there was a kid that, like, never wanted to do work. And I'm like, yo, like, why don't you never get to work? And then pretty much realizing, oh, yo, he doesn't get enough sleep. Right. I'm like, yo, bro, you just got to sleep. You're going to be tired in class if you're not sleeping. And then all he did was just change his sleep environment, and he's, like, turned into one of the best kids. It's pretty much just talking to a kid. You ever seen The Wire, bro? No. Watch The Wire Season 4. It's it's basically well not basically it's mainly about kids in the school district of uh, like in New York yeah and it shows how how they're like at home is is effed up as hell yeah, bro yeah because of exactly. drug dealers or because the mom is a junkie or the dad is a former was a former gang member and now the kid has the pressure to sell drugs while his dad is in jail yeah you gotta watch it bro to to, yeah. to see how how like your the kid's home affects. The kids' life at school. Exactly, exactly. You gotta watch it, bro. Just it's always just talk to your students. Just talk to them. Have a little conversation. Yeah. Just be like first five minutes. Don't even teach. Be oh, how's your weekend? What'd you do? Oh, everything good? All right, let's get a teaching. That's true. Just understand. And then the the student becomes like way more comfortable with you. And then they good. come to you like yo, like this and this happened. Like, can I chill for a little bit before I do work? Like, yeah. Especially if it's like the first period of the of the class. You had a teacher like that, Jason. That like. No that you connected with that you would 
talk to about or yeah like even mr frank even though he was caucasian but he really <laughs> got along with a lot of teach like a lot of students that were latino because avid yeah. was mainly latino but the moment when i realized bro he had a good heart because i was like nah he's just a white teacher that's yeah. helping out latino students typical like you know the movies you know yeah. like that guy wants to make a change he has good motives but he doesn't know where we come from it was when i didn't know he taught eld classes bro oh, yeah, yeah. so i went to rent time like during break or like during random period and he i was in there and he was teaching like migrants like los que no saben uh inglés yeah. yeah and he would teach them like so nice dude he was with that they would be a little more strict like hey guys get your stuff down hey go to that period hey go to go tutor over there hey go to miss class and like a father figure almost yeah but here bro he was like legit like a father figure i'm like damn this guy really has a good heart yeah. and he's helping out my people because like hey. Yeah, yeah. and he would say funny stuff like hey wait ponte trucha. Yeah. Like, and he would say funny words like you'd be like what the teacher's saying that that's or out just, of context just that little it's funny w- yeah. those little three words change the way you look at them as yeah one of, like, as a student because he's like oh yeah. oh right he's chill yeah yeah so i really changed my mind because it was i even had more respect to him because you can take it the other way where like oh, i was too chill so i'm gonna I'm abuse the chillness that he has and i'm gonna treat him like whatever you know? but i saw him more like dude this guy actually has a heart to help my people and like you're right you said like we're privileged to have money funding him from i guess you're belinda but placentia mainly latino a lot so we have that that opportunity to have those great teachers like that you know and now he's a principal i think of validus yeah i think he's at validus so i'm like he's that's crazy yeah, he's yeah. a principal of validus you confirming it because we weren't yeah. sure oh yeah I yeah think he, he vice principal or principal he's one of the, oh, top. One of the but think about it bro we've seen him from where he started I used, then after college, I would take his children to school, bro. And oh, they went to some really good schools, which is weird. <laughs> he uh, he hired me, bro. He told me, hey, Jason, like, I trust you. Like, Can you Oil? take my kids to <laughs> school? Because I would, I would have like late late classes in college. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. Bro, they go to some nice ones like in Brea, bro. <laughs> hey. So their kids are having that, that you know, that nice privileged life. But education. you'd be teaching over here the Latinos, you know, which I don't know, man. Yeah, like, yeah I want to go to Valencia where you're teaching. No, no. hell no. Yeah, no. You're going to Brea. Trust me. <laughs> bro, Linda. <laughs> nah, dude, no. Nah. But yeah, I, it, I think that teacher. And then in college, I had a professor um, that when I was publishing a book, I was writing a book. Yeah. He helped me out, dude, a lot. Um, and un viejito, ya era un viejito, in my Chicano Latino class. And... He, he was always there and we would get a coffee at the student center and like he told me jason if you really want to make it big in life he would give me weird advice that i've never heard of. like <laughs> you need to go to the east coast like you can't stay in your local area like you need to explore the world change, change in your change environment your exactly i'm like dang he hooked it up with like publishing things and I'm like yo this guy really wants to help me mm-hmm. and it was an adult already it wasn't like a teacher out of his time he would come so i'm like man this is cool my name's alejandro morales and he helped out like hermanos unidos too and like other stuff that we did yeah. he was always there yeah and he, he said that too like i want to help you Irvine with the community of latinos because it was becoming yeah, good, a school yeah. for latinos now or 25 percent and more now so i was like all right i see myself in that so i was like all right cool cool teachers yeah. cool professors what about you Irvin? who'd you have i didn't have uh like while you were talking i was listening to you but i, I was also trying to think of someone yeah like middle school i went to like three different middle you schools did, no one like there was no standout teacher like no. that i connected with like you said what about high school bro high school tampoco, tampoco? i don't because yeah, even in high school i didn't really no? have a teacher that was just what motivated me was music more than anything like music albums, be hitting songs. you good bro i know I, like you guys know if you follow me on ig like i'm obsessed with kanye like listening shout to his music to kanye, shout out to easy yeah like songs like heard him say we usually ask our, our our guests this signature question um 
it's pretty continuous. We we asked our guests to you know if they could give a piece of advice to a baby version uh, of yourself or somebody that's in your shoes at this moment, whether it was in high school, college, or now they're going through a certain struggle or life situation. What advice would you give to them? Yeah, that's a deep question. Honestly, just be you. Don't worry about what anybody else says. I think as a little kid, I worried too much about what other people thought of, about me. Like, oh, like, oh, will they think I'm cool? Will they do this? Like, just, just be you. Mm-hmm. Do whatever makes you happy. Find whatever makes you happy and just do that. Find your passion and just actually just do it. Don't worry if it's like if someone says, oh, don't do this or like just find your passion and do it because that's what you're going to do for the rest of your life. Especially when it comes to getting a career, if you like don't know what to do, because I was at that same point where like, yo, I don't know what to do. Or you start thinking like money wise, like, oh, man, does this pay enough? Man, just do it. It's going to pay off in the long run. Oh, At the end true. of the day, you want you want something, you want a job, you want a career where you look forward to every single day, where you're like, you wake up in the morning and it's like it's a new day. Let's go and get it. You, yeah, like, like, that's man. a good point. Bro. And job and the job becomes like your happy place. Pretty much like yo, I'm enjoying doing this. And then by the time you look up, it's like oh, day's over. Like that's a good point, man. So that's why I'll, if I could tell my like, because I always wonder like yo, I want a crazy job that pays. Whatever pays me the most money, that's what I want to do. But at the end of the day, that still becomes a job. And it's like, yo, I can't. I'd rather do something that I enjoy, that I love, and that that's that I'm passionate about. And then just growing up where we grew up, just you, know, you want to help the youth in any way, shape possible. So that's why that's why I try mm. to become a teacher. Thank you, bro. I need I needed that. All right. Well, Noah, thank you for coming on to the show, sharing your story. Your background, your advice to the people. Like Jason said right now, he needed that. You already connected with someone. <laughs> even you, before the episodes has has come out, bro. I know. Yeah, you're impacting lives, bro. Dang, I appreciate bro. you. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. No, no yeah. thank you, man. We appreciate really appreciate it. it. Appreciate you guys having me. This is awesome. Thanks, thanks. Hopefully you share it with your homies. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll post it on my hey, You shout it out to Van. You shout out to all these people, bro. Yeah. Put them on, man. Nah, just well, we're going to make flyers and just post them on the posters. <laughs> yeah. Rafael, please, uh, on I'm the about to, for real. I'm about to tell my kids, hey, yo, go listen to my podcast. Right? Hey, for real, man. For <laughs> Extra real. credit, bro. <laughs> Extra tell credit, y'all. Give me 10 facts you learned. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 10 facts. All right, now, nah, man. Well, yeah, man, for sure. It's likewise for us. Thanks for coming on to the yeah. show. Thank you. And yeah, thank you guys for listening to the Us Against the World podcast. This is your co-host Erwin Mendoza signing out. This has been Jason Ortiz. We'll see you all next time.